Hi, this is Danny Ryan, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. Today, I've got uh, Kirk Lamone here with me. Kirk is a uh, principal software engineer for Three Will. Thanks for joining me, Kirk. Hello. Good to be here. Great, great. I'm pulling you in for today's, uh, we're going to hit a, a technical subject today. And uh, that subject is web jobs. These are Azure web jobs. Is that correct? That is correct. Awesome. And so uh, I'd love to learn a little bit more about um, what this is, sort of uh, maybe a little bit of history of how you've solved this problem before in the past, uh, some of the benefits of, of the way you're taking your approach today. So tell me a little, maybe just starting at a high level, what's, what is an Azure web job? It's just a task that runs in the background on Azure um, within an Azure app, uh, and uh, you can use it to, you know, just to run anything that might take a long amount of time, maybe, or just uh, something that you want to, want to run on a periodic basis. Great, great. So, um, what would, like, is there not, like an equivalent type of thing on SharePoint as far as the way you would approach this? Yeah, so in the past, in SharePoint, we would do a timer job, definitely, okay. and uh, if we had access to do that, you can't do that in uh, SharePoint Online, but uh, so you could write your own timer job in SharePoint. Um, you could do a scheduled task on a Windows server as well, Okay. Um, or, or even a client machine if you wanted to, um, and uh, those are ways to in the past, and you know, I've got a Unix background from back in the 90s, and back then it would have been a cron job, so... Excellent. So sort of a, the history of the way that you periodically ran a piece of software or... Yep. You also, mm -hmm. you, I know when we were talking about prepping for this, you also mentioned that you could use this for, for long-running processes as well. Don't yeah. So say if you've got a website, um, especially if it's running in Azure and, it's, uh, you know, you've got it and you're using the, the PaaS solution for doing websites in Azure and, and uh, it needs to do some processing. And for whatever reason, that processing takes uh, more time than you want to make the, the user wait. So even if it's just a few seconds, might be enough to say, hey, let's, let's uh, do this asynchronously, you could push it off to a, a web job. Or if it certainly might take minutes or hours, you would want to consider a web job. Mm -hmm. So for background processing. So it may not necessarily be something you do on a scheduled basis. It may be initiated by a user. But uh, if you were to, in that website, try and spawn a thread so that the user didn't have to wait that delay, mm -hmm. um, IIS, if you're using IIS, it, it'll, it'll uh, potentially kill your thread because it it's thinks, well, I've already returned to the user and I, I don't need to be having anything else going on. I see there's something else going on, but I don't care. Um, I've already returned control to the user, so it, it does, has no use for your, your thread you've created. So that, it's better to do something like a, a background process via a web job. So tell me a little bit about some of the things that you learned while doing this. I guess uh, talk, talk a little bit about how you, how did you package this up and get it on Azure? Yeah, so, well, this, first off, this is my first time doing a web job, and I've, I've, I've wanted to do them in the past. I've had some, uh, some times I, I didn't have to do them, but I kind of wanted to do them. This is a time I really needed to. I, um, I am uh, doing a migration to Office 365, and we're concerned about uh, throttling. This is SharePoint, a SharePoint migration. And we know that we might get throttled by SharePoint Online, so um, we want to know when we're being throttled. Okay. And so uh, the best way we can do that is to look at the uh, logs from the migration tool and uh, read that information and find out um, 
if there's an entry in the log that indicates that we're being that we're being um, throttled. So I've got several migrations running at once on several servers. I didn't want them to each go through and look for this because it is a little costly. I have to do a full text index of the uh, content and a, and a query across that. So I've decided uh, that I want to run on a periodic basis mm -hmm. a job that will do that check and then it'll post something to a simpler database that says, yep, I've been throttled or not. And so it'll be a lot easier to say, create a dashboard that shows um, what the throttle status is, uh, if, if there's been any throttles recently, as well as the migration, uh, uh, these servers that are doing migrations, they can do that check and say, oh, if we've been throttled recently, I don't wanna start another migration job. I'm gonna hold off until I've got, you know, no throttles within the last hour or something. Awesome. And how are you? Are you? How are you alerted about this? So you, you mentioned a dashboard. I guess you could do it through a dashboard, but uh, how else? Yeah. So I haven't created the dashboard yet, but okay. I, I might do that. Uh, but what this job does right now is it's. Uh, oh, I, I don't know if I answered all your question. I use um, Visual Studio is what put it into oh, okay. the Azure Web Job for me. I started out making it as a PowerShell script, and my PowerShell script required on a relied on a commandlet that. Uh, for SQL that um, I had to use a couple of or actually three MSIs to get that working and I didn't know how to install MSIs in a web or in a web job so um, I don't think you can you know you can upload a bunch of files and it was simpler for me just to switch it over to uh, a console app so I switched to a console app this console app uh, was written in Visual Studio Visual Studio was real easy to just like right click on the project and say uh, you know create or publishes what uh, web job and um, there's a few settings you have there, how often you want it to run. And, uh, and then from Azure, the Azure console, admin console, you can kind of see the status, like any output from your console as well, um, the, your console app. And you, you mentioned that this runs every hour, but that's primarily because of the type of Azure account that you have, is that correct? That's right, so this will run, I have it running once an hour, but that's, that's the fastest I can have it run since we're on the basic, I think it's the basic plan for our Azure web app. Um, if I were to change that to standard or premium, I could do it more often. And we may do it for that reason. We haven't decided that we need to go to that level yet. But, um, but that is correct. But wh while it's running, it simply does the, you know, the, the query, the full text query against SQL, um, which is running on an Azure machine, so I have to have the access to that SQL server um, kind of over the internet. So I've, I've got special accounts and ports for that. And then um, if it finds something, it will uh, log something to a different database table, and it will also send an email. And I use SendGrid for that, which I've used SendGrid in the past with Azure, so it was pretty easy to set that up. Is it, so it's pretty it's pretty easy configuration for that. Yeah, it probably took me 30 minutes, and mm -hmm. I hadn't used SendGrid in uh, in several months, so maybe a year. So um, it wasn't fresh in my memory, but it, about 30 minutes to figure out how to send an email. Awesome. And, and set it up and configure it and all that. It's funny, you, I mean, you mentioned this is the first one you've done. I think that's the, that's the best time to give advice to other people who might be doing this for the first time. Any other pointers that you would give to people for writing Azure web apps? Well, um, web jobs. Yeah, web jobs. So the first thing is trying to understand what it relies on. So if it's relying on certain certain other pieces of software or something installed on your system, then um, 
that may not be appropriate or you may need to find ways to get those up into Azure. So if you need other files, in my case, initially I needed some other commandlets for PowerShell and that wasn't going to be the easiest path for me. So just doing an all-encompassing console app that um, you know knew how to talk to uh, SendGrid and knew how to talk to uh, databases was all I needed. It's funny, it seems like console apps are coming back because I was talking to Chris <laughs> yesterday and he, you know, he wrote for the, uh, for the migration tool, the Jive to SharePoint migration tool, that's as a console app as well. So mm -hmm. it seems like they're coming back in fashion yeah. nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and all of our stuff for migration is uh, mostly PowerShell based and we run uh -huh. all that from consoles and so definitely. So yeah, I mean, just trying, as I got you, is just trying to understand what your, what your, uh, program relies on trying to understand what your um, your needs are in terms of how often this thing needs to run uh, and uh, and those are kind of the two things that I ran up against that's great well I appreciate you taking the time to do this I know you're busy on your project but uh, hopefully this will help somebody who may be out there looking to write their first Azure web job sure so thank you for doing this Kirk you're welcome and thanks everybody for listening have a great day bye-bye